Hello everyone, welcome back to the I Us podcast. I know it's been a while since I've updated this podcast. I am so not sorry. <laughs> a little sorry, but not really. Um, I went on vacation with my family, so um, yeah, and we were in Guangzhou for a couple of weeks, um, visiting friends, family, and just had a lot of awesome food. And I recorded a bunch of videos, food videos, so look that up on my YouTube channel. Um, you could check it that out soon. I don't know when it will be up, but it will be up. Okay. Anyways, and um, this episode will be a little bit different, a little bit special to me. I don't know about you. Um, I don't have a guest on this episode. It's only me talking to you. And uh, I hope you don't mind. So yeah, let's get to it. My cousin was driving and um, she asked me this question. She asked me if I was born um, and raised in the States or did, or was I, was, was I born in China and then I went to the States. And I get this question often and it bothers me for some reason. Um... And I don't know what made her, like, what prompted her to ask me that question. But I feel like she probably asked me this question because I spoke in Cantonese. To Maybe to her, I spoke fluently. Um, I don't think my Cantonese is that great or um, Mandarin in general is great. Um, based on, like, the menus and stuff. When I was there, I actually forgot a lot of characters, so it was hard for me to read the menu sometimes. And um, I don't know, this is not my first time getting that question, but I was like, what is she trying to say? Um, what does this mean? And to me, um, it felt like she didn't think I was raised in the States. Um, based on how fluent I was in my Cantonese, um, which I'm like, okay, thank you, but what? <laughs> so, um, I wanted to talk, this prompted me to talk about, um, my journey to coming terms of my cultural identity, um, coming to terms of calling like knowing that I'm Asian American, specifically Chinese American. And yeah, so I just wanted to share my journey and hope you'll be on this ride with me. <laughs> it feels really weird that I'm talking only me, but I have said that there will be episodes where it will be only me talking about different topics that I want to talk about. So... I was, if you don't know by now, I was born and raised in Boston, and since ever since I was a kid, um, my parents, specifically my dad, told me that I can only speak Cantonese at home. Yes, and even when I went to school and like learned English and everything, he told me that I can only speak Cantonese in this household. Or he will never speak to me ever again. So that scared me 
So I kept up and I spoke Cantonese all the time at home. And in the beginning, as a kid, it it was like, okay, well, I'll speak Cantonese. And I think he was just like scared that I would lose the language and everything. And some people may be wondering, like, oh, like, how did you keep up with this and everything? And the truth is watching TVB dramas. And if you're like me, um, you probably grow, grew up with TV, watching TV, a lot of TVB dramas, from, like, watching, like, the historical ones to, like, the modern ones. And, yeah, I was, like, obsessed with watching dramas. So that was a way for me to keep up with, like, Cantonese language and everything like that. So when I went to school, I think I started noticing when I was in second or third grade was when I noticed that it was hard for me to code switch between Cantonese and English. For me, I noticed that when I spoke in English, the grammatical structure will be in Cantonese. So it was really hard for me. And then later, I just decided to train my brain, like, okay, I have to, like, these two have to separate. Like, I have to learn how to, like, grammatically, like, say my sentences, like, in English, like, correctly, grammatically, not in the Cantonese structure, gram grammatical structure way. So... That's how I noticed that I got confused. And I didn't really understand that until like later in life about code switching and everything. So that's how it all began. And for me, I never thought about my cultural identity until middle and high school. But I remember that my dad, he told me one time, one day when we were going back home, he said a sentence and he said, and he told me, he's like, I wish you were more Asian and less American. And I didn't really think much about that sentence, like, when he told me that. And I was like, what is he talking about? So I, like, put it, like, behind, like, the back of my mind, my brain, I don't know what you call it. And I just never thought about that ever again. And it wasn't until middle school, my English, in middle school, my English teacher, she bought in these, like, magazines, and there were um, images of, like, Asian women in the magazine, and their makeup, and everything, and also there was this, like, ad that she got from the Y, and I didn't really think much of it at first, and she asked us to look at it, and what did we think of the pictures, and what was it trying to say, and then that was when I realized that how people perceive a certain group of people is based on what they see in media. And I think that's how it started for me to be really passionate about Asian American portrayals in media. Um, and so, yeah, and, and I was like, okay, these women are dressed up really I don't want to use exotic, but that's the word I can think of. And I was like, what the heck? Why are these images being portrayed of Asian women on this magazine? And I didn't like it. And I was just like, wow. So this influences a way of how people view Asian 
women. So I just didn't like that image at all, as all, at all, at all. Nope, nope, nope. And that's when I, that was like a seed or a start or a beginning, I don't even know, of like how I was passionate about portrayals of Asian people, Asian Americans in mainstream media. And in high school is when I learned about Asian American history. That changed everything for me. I found out about the history of Asian Americans, which I could not even find in my textbook. And I found out, I learned about what happened to the people that came before me and how they paved the way. And I think the only reaction or how I felt after learning about that, all that history was that, well, like, Asian people are also part of this country, and we did something in the States. So that's when I learned about the term Asian American. And when I first heard the term, it felt so right for me. I was like, wow, the East and the West combined. And I felt like I found who I am. So after high school, um, during college, I guess that's one of the reasons why I majored in history, using, learning what I learned when I was in high school, I decided to do research papers on everything, on the topics that I learned in high school into a deeper, deeper research topic. And then my senior year, I decided to write a paper about representation of Asian people in the past, in mainstream media, and now, and YouTube. And during that time, when I was writing these papers, there weren't that many vocal, like people weren't that vocal, I felt like, about representation yet. But at the time, I was really passionate about it. And um, when I did my research, I found out that there are other like PhD students that also did research on this topic. And that gave me a glimpse of hope because... I was like, wow, people actually talk about this. I was like, yes. I was like really, really excited for that. And when I did my research, I was like, wait, so Asian people back in the day were given stereotypical roles and or portrayals of Asian people weren't even accurate or very stereotypical. And I was very disgusted with what I saw. And seeing YouTube being the platform for Asian Americans, I was like, wow. I was like, I see Asian Americans doing art, doing shorts, singing, doing comedy, rapping, dancing. It was just so much that I was like, wow, people are missing out. And that's how I became really passionate about representation and I think because I've always been interested in the arts as a kid so that really made sense to me about me being very vocal about that and it was really interesting because at the time when I was very vocal about representation I felt like people around me didn't really care until more recently so that was interesting and um For me, because I've been watching dramas since I was a kid, 
I felt like in a way I was represented because I was like, oh, like I was like, there's Asian people on screen. But it, that was only dramas from Asia. But then like when you look in like <clears throat> American like entertainment, there weren't that many. And so I was like, oh, wow, I never really realized that until like later. And I was like, oh, okay, that's that's how it is. But I feel like there's also people, well, not people, but I never knew that like Asian Americans were in Asian entertainment, like back in Asia, until I found out about Wang Li Hong. Wang Li Hong is the first Asian American that I found. And I was like, whoa, what? I was like really shocked. And I learned more and more that there are a lot of Asian Americans doing in the entertainment industry back in Asia. And I was like, wow, what? I was really surprised. So that wraps up my episode of coming to terms with my cultural identity and everything. Representation, the start of it, and little glimpse of it. But I do want to talk about Asian Americans in entertainment, like, in Asia. And I don't know if you'll be interested in those topics, but I do want to highlight people that I've been following for years, been fan of for years, and... So yeah, and I do really want to talk about these artists um, who would I admire so, so much of their work, but also, yeah, and I want to dedicate an episode on them. So you will hear that on the next episode, <laughs> okay? It'll be me basically fangirling, but I feel like it'll be interesting to see if y'all have heard of them and maybe I'll be introducing you to some new artists that you never heard of okay anyways thank you so much for listening to this episode of the IS podcast I will see you next week and please follow me on my Instagram and rate this podcast and leave comments please anyways I'll see you soon bye